What's good, everybody? Today, we're going to talk about whether the center position should be the point of emphasis in next year's draft. Is Western Cell still on the hot seat? And you asked for it. We're going to talk about the show, the fashion show that is, and whether it was a good or bad idea. Next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing today? Welcome back to Locked On Wizards. This is your boy, Brandon Scott, again. I am really tired at night. Man, I was over at FedEx Field for that disaster of a game, Thursday Night Football, where the Commanders got humbled by the Chicago Bears. If you're a Commanders fan, you definitely know the pain that I'm feeling right now. But, hey, I definitely appreciate you guys making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, Every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for twenty dollars off your first purchase. So today we are doing a mailbag episode, and we're going to cover a lot of good content. You know, should the center position be the emphasis in the draft next year? If we look at the lack of depth and the situation with Daniel Gafford at the center position, is Weston still still on the hot seat? Even though the Washington Wizards did pick up his fourth-year option, we are going to talk about whether was the fashion show a good or bad decision by the Wizards. The, the fan base is very split, so I'm going to give you my opinion and kind of go from there. And then definitely, you guys, comment below. Let me know what you guys think. So let's dive into it. Now, the first question tonight is off of YouTube, and then this is a quick one. This is from at Cowboys Wizard, and it asks, Will Locked On Wizards provide live in-game coverage of our Wizards this season? And to kind of answer that question real quick, um, we wish we could, but we are going to be providing recaps directly after the game. Now, we usually, me and E, usually do live recaps. So, you know, for most of you guys who have been around, me and E, Locked On Wizards for a long time, know that after the game, when we do recaps, we do live videos because we like to chop it up with you guys. We like to answer your questions, you know, kind of laugh it up with you guys and definitely you know, feel the pain or celebrate with you guys, depending on the outcome of the game. So, no, we will not be doing live during the game, but we always do recaps after the game. And obviously with certain events like the draft, uh, trade deadline, we'll stay up and do live videos. Anything important acquisition-wise, we'll definitely stay up and do live videos. So um, maybe in the future we will do content during the game, but for right now we're just going to do recaps after the game. But, hey, Cowboys, Wizards, definitely appreciate your question. So let's dive into the second one. This is from dmv in the blood and they say should we take center with our most likely top two pick this year i see ron holland mocked at us by almost everyone first overall we love holland but word because we still haven't had a good center in dc what do you guys think and how do you feel about holland i mean first of all i love holland and i mean really goes off with the front office what what they're trying to accomplish as far as acquisitions and how they're trying to build his roster i mean looking at the draft right now i mean Ron Holland, if you're going with best player available and you're at the one, or if if Holland slips to the two, I'm definitely grabbing him. I mean, if you look at his um, 6'8", 200 pounds, small forward, I mean, he's a guy who can play defense, high upside. He's got some bounce to him, quickness. I mean, he's definitely a high potential guy on the wing. You know, it really depends on how it shakes out with, you know, do we extend Denny? 
you know, what position does Blau play? Does he play the small forward? Does he play the small forward? Or, excuse me, shooting guard. So it really depends. But looking at centers for the upcoming draft, now there are a couple that I actually personally like, but I'm going to give you three to kind of look at. Obviously, Alexandre Saar, um, Australian product, out of who's actually from France, if you can believe that. Uh, 7-1, you know, he's a very long, very mobile center, shot blocker, but the offense, he's going to have to work on the offensive side of, game, of, of his game. But another prospect to kind of look at is out of Kentucky, my I'm kind of biased. I'm a Kentucky guy, but Aaron Bradshaw is definitely something somebody I'm looking at. He's 7'1, 215 pounds. Um, Bradshaw has an elite size, athleticism. He can dunk anywhere around the rim and he has a smooth jumper. So he kind of fits the mold of the modern day center. So, I mean, those are two names that I would look at in the draft. I mean, obviously, I would look at Bradshaw. Aaron Bradshaw out of Kentucky is a guy that I'm definitely looking at, man. I, I would love to see him on his team. I think we need a seven-footer who can shot block and who can kind of expand his game with a you know a mid-range. So definitely I'm looking at Aaron Bradshaw. But Saar is definitely a name to consider. You know, it depends. You know, the, the draft boards, you know, players can go up and down. A lot of them can. And usually your top three usually stand pat. But it's going to be interesting to see how these prospects kind of move up and down. But those are two prospects that I would definitely look at. So, hey, I definitely appreciate the question. So let's chop into one more question real quick before we get into a break. Um, this question is from No Breaks New. My That's my homeboy, man. So definitely check out his podcast. It is must listen. So definitely check it out. So, brother, appreciate the question. And he said, can the new additions to the staff really make West a better coach? I see it helping with development, but not with leadership or situational coaching. Maybe not even lineups. I hope he figures it out. Okay. And then I, I love the question. Very dope question. Um, Look, Wes is going to be Wes. Wes is going to do what Wes wants to do, right? He's head coach. You know, you're hoping that a lot of the, you know, the, these assistant coaches in certain ways can rub off on them. But the, I guess the way to look at it is this. Um, You know, he, the Washington Wizards picked up his fourth-year option, but it's not guaranteed he's going to fulfill the contract. Now, if you look at past performances or track records as far as coaches in D.C., they usually play out or not play out, but coach out their contract. So could the likelihood be that if he shows some kind of improvement at the head coaching position, could he play out his contract and maybe be the coach of the future? We shall see. But um, I think they were brought in to – I mean, man, that, that's a good question because the way I see it personally is that it, it's, it's kind of like this, man. Um, you know, you, you're kind of feeling yourself yeah, at work, right? And then they hire somebody new. And you know this person, man, is a little faster. They get their work done quicker. They they get the work, you know, they get the work, you know, sooner. And you kind of look over your back. I think that in a certain way, I'm looking at it like, you know, they're kind of letting West look over his back and say, look, I need to step my game up because there are a couple coaches on behind me that could easily take over. You know, they're kind of using the same example as um, you know, what's going on with the Washington Commanders, you know, with Eric Bianini being the office of coordinator slash assistant head coach behind Ron Rivera, you know. There's a lot of chatter now that could Eric Bieniemy take over the head coach, and what it was that the whole reason why they hired him to eventually take over. So if you look at the the additions behind West Sunsell Jr., you know they could, one of them could very well be the next head coach. So they're definitely pushing him and let him know that look, we're behind you as an organization. The front office is behind you, but we're looking for certain improvements as far as the head coaching position. So you hit the nail on the head. I mean, you know, obviously looking at, you know, going back to your question, you know, development, I definitely is going to help because these coaches are going to definitely help with development. Their, their track record is great with development. But, you know, leadership, situational coaching, 
they may help because they have experience. You know, there is experience behind West Unsell. So very well could help. But, you know, the lineups, I think, with, you know, with a roster that has, you know, kind of a mix of veterans, you know, expiring veterans on expiring deals and and young guys, you know, he's going to mismatch lineups. And that's the thing with having players who can play multiple positions. You know, the fact that Denny can play the three or the four, you know, Kuz can play the three or the four. You know, there's a lot of mix and match. So you de- you best believe that he's going to try to figure out and mix and match here and there, lineups from here and there. So, you know, we'll see. Um, definitely, I definitely think that West Huntsville needs to take a step forward at the head coaching position. He's got to show some improvement, especially situational coaching. You hit the nail on the head, bro. Situational coaching has to get better. Um, lineups, not just rolling with one lineup fits all. Really going to a situations where you can game plan. You know, game plan according to opponent. You know, if you go against the, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, knowing that they have Mobley and Allen, you know, how, how do you, how do you, you know, how do you set up that lineup as opposed to a team that's running a smaller lineup? So I think this year is definitely a year where Western Cell Jr. is going to have an opportunity to miss and match, game plan, and we'll see. You know, we'll see if he takes that step forward as head coach. So next, we are going to talk about the hot topic right now, which is the Wizards fashion show and whether it was a good or bad idea to do it. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry that you're buying tickets to your next event. Game Time is fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy shows, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I am a big ticket guy. I go to NBA games all the time. NFL games, Major League Baseball, the O's and the Nats, you know, college football, college basketball, the list goes on. I'm a, I'm a sports fanatic. So, you know, obviously I've gone through sites like Ticketmaster, SeatGeek, but I'm trying to tell you, game time is definitely the go-to. Definitely check them out because you can see the view from your seat before you buy it. So you know exactly what you expect when you arrive. All in prices show your total upfront. So you know you're getting the best deal without hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps and you are ready to go download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nba for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code locked on nba for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed and thank you for making locked on wizards your first listen every day every day is the next show we are going to do more media day comments we're going to get into Corey Kispers, which we haven't touched base yet. And we're going to analyze and see what Corey Kispers is talking about on Media Day and chop it up with you guys like we always do. So let's get into it. And this question is actually from Twitter, a.k.a. X. And it's from longtime listener watcher, Micaiah, at Sally, a Wizard fan. <laughs> I always laugh at that. So and, and they asked, fan base is already split on whether or not the Wizards should have had that fashion show last night. We'd love to hear your thoughts on if people are overreacting or if you see a problem with it. And I appreciate the question, man. Um, good questions tonight. Definitely appreciate you guys' questions. Um, yeah, it, it, it is definitely a hot topic right now. And I always try to come into every question, scenario, kind of a dualist, right? Look at both sides. And, I, and I, I've seen opinions from both sides. You know, one side saying that, look, the focus should be on getting in there, grinding, getting ready for the season. And the other side is saying, look, they're, they're building chemistry. And I, and I kind of really thought about this, man. Um, Cause I, 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 again, I see it from both sides and to a certain degree, I kind of agree with both sides, but it's kind of like this. Um, we judge things based on, you know, depending on your age, your experience, you know, 
you know, whatever. It goes off what you expect. You know, we all come from different eras. If you're older, you know, you look at things from, you know, especially as far as the NBA, old school NBA, you know, and I, one scenario I'll look at it was um, when Michael Jordan came back from um, retiring and playing baseball. He came back, they played Orlando, they got unmatched, and they, you know, they were starting to talk that Michael Jordan lost a step. First thing they did was what? They got into the, the weight room. It got better. They, they didn't go on vacation. They got in and got better. But, you know, that's the thing, man. I mean, that's it's a different game now. It's a different game. You know, there was a time when, yeah, you wanted to, you know, and then it's a different scenario, too, because obviously they were a team that had aspirations for a championship, where opposed to, you know, the Washington Wizards are a rebuilding team. So they're trying to create a culture and not so much really try to build the win yet, even though I don't think they're going to be the worst team in the NBA, but they're not challenging for a championship. But, you know, it, it depends. You know, now, you know, back back then, you know, the, to kind of get yourself ready for the season, you know, there's always the, the determination, like, ah, now, you know, it's a different NBA. You know, you see a lot of mass migration as far as players. You know, a lot of friendships, you know, guys get together, say, I want to play together. If you look at the Miami Heat, you know, that's one scenario where they got together and said, we want to play together. You know, there's a lot of guys that want to play together. And it's just a different, I guess, a different standard of chemistry. You know, there's a younger league now. And it's not so much, it's tough to explain, man. <laughs> but rock with your boy, um, it's, I, I'm trying to explain it for you guys. It's like, Building chemistry through friendship, and this is just the way it is now, man. Um, you know, they're trying to build chemistry. So I guess I don't personally have a problem with it. And I'll be honest with you guys, man. You know, um, I love all things Wizards. But honestly, I don't, either way, I don't really care, man. I mean, I, you know, I, they can ride unicycles wearing top hats and eyepiece, man. As long as they win, I don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I look at it like this. They're trying to build chemistry. You know, they're, you know, they're getting along. You know, you see... Tyus Jones and Jordan Poole getting along, you know, Kyle Kuzma in the mix. They're trying to get along, man. And there's just different rosters, different situations have different ways to get themselves ready for the season. I guess that's where I'm kind of getting at is that, you know, some teams like those school Chicago Bulls, they had to get in there and get the grind on and define that chemistry. But, and, but that, like I said, that's a different scenario because they had chemistry already. Now, I know Jordan, he just came back from baseball, but there was guys on the rosters that he did play with and didn't have to roster, he didn't. But, with this scenario, they're trying to build a culture, and they're getting along. You know, they're really forming bonds and friendships. And so I guess that, you know, the fashion show serves one purpose, or a couple purposes, in my opinion, but one of them is building camaraderie, building chemistry, right? Because, um, look, a locker room that gets along, you know, they are better in dealing with adversity as opposed to a locker room where there's little underlying issues, like we saw two years ago under the Spencer Didwitty era, the one-year era or the, the half-a-year era, which, you know, you had a lot of underlying issues where, you know, guys were fighting contracts, guys, you know, young guys are fighting for minutes. You know, you had underlying issues that led to a lot of fights, you know, Bretons and KCP, you know, the list goes on, you know, Denny. Uh, so, I mean, you don't see those underlying issues here. You know, it's a rebuilding team. Now, obviously, these guys know what the situation is. And a lot of these aspiring veteran deals are going to be gone by the deadline. So they're playing for their value. The young guys know, look, depending on the young guy, you know, Denny, he knows he's got to improve. You know, Johnny Davis knows he's got to show something. Um, Kispert, you know, add a little defense, but the shot is there. The cutting is there. You know, he he's looking good. It's just at this point, he he kind of is what he is. And Bilal Koulibaly, man, being the first pick of this new front office, He's got a lot, you know, they, they have a lot invested in him with being the future. So, you know, it all depends. But, you know, them getting along, I think, is a good thing. So that's kind of my perspective. Number two, you know, we always talk about 
you know, DC not being a destination for, for free agents. And I always say that, look, you know, Jordan Poole, with his play style, with his potential, and the fact that he's young and hasn't hit his prime yet, people are going to want to play here with him, man. They're going to want to come to DC and play with him. Especially, I'm trying to tell you, he's going to light the league on fire this year. So, you know, and you look at the 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 fashion aspirations of Kyle Kuzma. You know, I, it's, you know, the NBA, here's what you don't realize about the NBA, or some people don't realize. I know a lot of you do. But as opposed to baseball and football, you know, the NBA is a culture. You know, shoes, I mean, music. I mean, the NFL is the NFL. Major League Baseball is what it is. But and I'm a fan of both. But the NBA is a, is a culture. You know, between shoes, fashion, music, the whole nine. So a fashion show is going to get more relevance in the NBA than it would in the NFL or the MHD baseball because, you know, the hip-hop culture and the NBA have always been intertwined. You know, always intertwined. I mean, how many players have you had that were hip-hop artists? Dame Lillard rap. Shane, um, Shane. Shaq, um, Shaquille O'Neal rap. I mean, several artists were music guys. And, and it's really, I think, what was it saying? I mean, there's music artists that were NBA guys. Or not NBA. Well, you know, you look at Master P. He, he. I guess you went to training camp with the Toronto Raptors, but there's always been this intermeshing of the hip hop world and in, in the NBA. So I think that is one thing that's going to bring a lot of excitement to DC. Um, DC is definitely a city that is always forgotten, especially when you're on the East coast with New York, Philadelphia, you know, they're always hubs for sports and music. You know, I'm an old school hip hop head, you know, old school hip hop. You always think of New York music, right? So the, the hip hop scene in, in DC hasn't always been ah. So I think stuff like this, man, is going to bring a lot of attention to DC, not only on the basketball side, but on the culture side with you know music, clothing, the whole night. So I guess I, I I personally think it was a good thing. You know, build some chemistry, build some camaraderie. You know, have fun. You know, go into training camp and preseason with a clear head. And you know, look, the season's all about evaluation, but have fun. You know, they're going to be fun to watch. You know, especially if they push the pace, it's going to be they're going to be fun to watch. So. Definitely, I think it was a good thing. I, I understand why people will have a problem with it. But look, man, that's the thing about life in the world today. Look, there's always going to be pros and cons of everything. There's always going to be somebody who's pro something and cons something. So it really depends. And definitely comment below. Let me know what you guys think. I know this is a really long-winded answer, but I know this is a hot talk right now. So I kind of want to look at things from both sides. So, again, you know, definitely comment below. Let me know what you guys think. Should the Wizards have done the fashion show, or shouldn't? And how does it help or hurt the team going forward? So, again, I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you for chopping up with me. I'm a rolling solo tonight. Um, My man E's got the night off, so definitely appreciate you guys rocking with me. So thank you guys for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every single day. Every day is we are going to talk about Corey Kispert and his comments that he made on Media Day. So definitely tune in for that. So wherever you got your podcast, a five-star review, if deserved, is much appreciated. Like. Comment below, hit that notification button so you know when dope videos like this one drop. So, again, I appreciate you guys. Hope everybody has a blessed and fun weekend. And we'll see you guys in the beginning of next week. And we're going to chop it up about some Corey Kispert. All right. Everybody take care. Peace.